You're listening to In Tune, a podcast series featuring equity research analysts from BMO Capital Markets. Our shows explore key emerging themes, trends, and issues which are important to our institutional clients globally. Thank you for joining me today. This is Colin Hamilton, Commodities Analyst at BMO Capital Markets. And welcome to our short Metals Matters podcast where we highlight the key things you need to know in global metals and mining this week. I want to start this week with a topic we've received a number of questions on. Metal sales by China's State Reserves Bureau. So the first sales took place earlier this week. 50,000 tonnes of aluminium, about 30,000 tonnes of zinc, 20,000 tonnes of copper. Well, first thing to note here is that these volumes are small. First of all, relative to overall SRB holdings and indeed relative to Chinese demand. They're less than a day's consumption in China for each of these metals. Also, the media reports around the sale suggest that the main buyers were Chinese state firms rather than the smaller firms who we know are at the sharp end of many supply issues and that the range set for these sales was below prevailing market prices. Now, this is important. In our view, these releases are not designed to flood the physical market but rather they're a continuation of the rhetoric that Beijing's view is that it is better to sell rather than to buy metals at the current time given the commodity price rally. The second topic I wanted to discuss was a commodity which has perhaps seen the tightest fundamentals in China at present, metallurgical coal. Delivered spot prices have been rising since October last year and latest trades are reportedly at $300 per tonne CFR and this in turn is pulling up FOB Australia prices which are above $200 a tonne, that's roughly double the lows seen earlier in the year. Much of this gain has been seen over the course of June and early July. And the key issue is a simple one. China is extremely short on met coal supply options to satiate steel demand at current levels. Domestic supply has been constrained by safety checks, Mongolian supply by border closures, and strikes in the US and wildfires in Canada mean non-Australian import availability is severely constrained. Despite the high prices at the present time, we're looking at Chinese imports running at less than half the levels seen before the Australian ban last year. This is not a forever story. China's investing hard in Mongolian infrastructure as a longer-term supply hedge, but for now, we think it could really be a while before normality returns to this Metco market. Another factor in commodity markets this week was the jump and then decline in oil prices. And while there is still debate over future direction, naturally the gains seen in oil year-to-date bring cost inflation back into focus for the metals and mining industry. Oil prices are a significant input cost, particularly for bulk commodity producers and those subject to long freight distances to market. Moreover, the, the strains in global supply chains are feeding through to higher costs of consumables and add to this the local currency strength against US dollar and we are likely to see cost inflation creep into earnings over the current quarter. Unlike previous cycles, though, we're not seeing the same surge in CapEx-related costs, with lower gross spending mean less exuberance in, in pushing uh, EPC projects, and in general, management teams are remaining disciplined around non-discretionary spend. As a result, the cost gains we see are unlikely to provide shocks. In fact, some polymetallic mines with credits from rising byproducts, such as molybdenum, for example, for some of the copper operations, might even see some earning surprises in Q2. We'd also highlight that rising oil prices tend to steepen cost curves, which in effect increase sustainable margins for first and second quarter producers. The iron ore majors, in particular, 
typically don't mind rising oil prices. And the final thing I want to talk about this week is our latest commodity price update published just over a week ago now. And this contains our overarching macroeconomic views and key themes for metals and mining preferences at the present time, plus pages on each individual commodity. Overall, I'd highlight that once again, demand expectations for 2021 and indeed 2022 have been pushed higher, but mainly owing to ex-China strength rather than China for once. And these sequential demand gains mean we are hitting into widespread supply bottlenecks, both in terms of raw materials and of logistics. There are increasing signs, most notably I'd say in the copper market, that higher prices are dissuading Chinese buyers. And our view remains that current prices are extremely good across the vast majority of metals and bulks under our coverage, and industry free cash flow is looking particularly robust. And while the demand tailwinds we've seen may now be easing, with extended lead times and raw material markets still subject to disruption, A supply risk premium to the cost curve can clearly be justified over the coming quarters. Pricing itself may be set to head lower, but from a stellar starting point in most cases. We are always happy to discuss any questions you have about metals markets. Please do just get in touch directly. And with that, thank you. Enjoy your week and please join me again to discuss more pertinent issues for the global industry in the next Metals Matters. Thanks for listening to Intune, presented by BMO Capital Markets Equity Research. You can subscribe to Intune on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and other podcast providers. Or visit our website at researchglobalzero.bmocapitalmarkets.com to listen to more podcasts. Until next time, thank you for tuning in. To access our full disclosures, please visit researchglobalzero.bmocapitalmarkets.com slash public dash disclosure.